And in studio to help us to uh, navigate some of the, uh, I don't know, Johan, what should we call it? Pitfalls. <laughs> uh, when it comes to preparing for the holidays, good morning. Good morning, Vanessa. Thank you so much for having me back. And what a great campaign because, uh, yeah, we sometimes, we look so forward to the end of the year and to the holidays, but then it hits us and we're not ready for it. And yeah. what a great way for us to prepare for that. And yeah, such a, such a, uh, a great uh, privilege for me to be part of these conversations. So thank you very much again for the opportunity. Only a pleasure because I also aim to learn from them, you see, because mm-hmm. I'm in the same boat. <laughs> <laughs> now, FOMO, whoa, fear of missing out. Um, you know, we sit and we watch and we, we look on social media and we're on Instagram and we see that the neighbor and the dog have gone off to some exotic <laughs> location. And then we see this person's wonderful Christmas present. And you sit there and you think, my life sucks. What happened? I'm at home. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then, then you realize it's the 26th of December and now the pay has got to last until the 25th of January. So we deal with all of this and we, we, we give ourselves a lot of stress. That, that, that's exactly right. And, and I, just when you mentioned um, yeah, FOMO, and I think we're talking a lot about a lot of Fs today. FOMO, we're talking about <laughs> fun, we're talking about finances, and somehow we want to try and balance all of this because this is the time of year when we're supposed to have fun. We don't yes. want to miss out on things, but at the same time, a lot of it costs money, and mm. we don't have a lot of money uh, maybe after the last couple of years, COVID and the electricity crisis that we've been facing, and all of that has kind of made us maybe not in a the financial position that we want to be and so it is about finding a way to balance all of that and I think uh, yeah hopefully a, a nice conversation for us to start getting ourselves ready mentally for what it is that we really want to experience and mm-hmm. also how to maybe make our budget last because yeah. like you said maybe we get paid earlier in December and then all of a sudden the end of January is a long way away I just just want to put out a disclaimer this is definitely not financial advice no. it's more just about kind of us seeing how we can maybe look at finances a little bit differently and especially the stress that we experience around something like FOMO and financial pressure as well. Why does money cause us so much stress? I think that's a a great question because I think if we look back at uh, even in biblical times the Old Testament talks about money and it says whoever loves money never has enough. Whoever loves wealth is never satisfied with their income. So it's not a problem that we're only experiencing now. (laughs) It's something that's been a problem for a long time. I think the more common saying nowadays is more money, more problems Mm -hmm. and we would think that would be the other way around but money plays an interesting role in our lives for some people it's a way to feel safe and secure Mm. for some people it's a way to show off for some people Mm. it's a way to make themselves feel better and so we all have a different relationship with with money and i think it's important for us to see what role does money play in our lives because if money is something that we kind of just use to make ourselves feel better then maybe that is something that is going to cause us Mm. problems and and stress but it really depends on our own view of money why money does cause us so much stress at times and why is it more so during the festive season i think that's a pretty it could be pretty obvious but it does seem to cause more challenges at the festive time i think yeah so definitely end of the year uh, we are just faced with a lot of things that cost money all the mm. time the other day my wife and i and our two sons were walking in the shop and inevitably we ended up in a place where they could look at some toys and we were just asking what are some of the toys that they might want for christmas mm-hmm. uh, and we we looked at the, the, the toys and, and you just look at the prices of it and yeah. what you do in your mind is you're thinking oh, i can't afford that i can't afford that i can't afford that mm. oh here's something that maybe we can afford but 
all of a sudden you just mm-hmm. see so much that you can't afford and what yeah. we do is we either feel bad about it uh, for mm-hmm. ourselves and we think oh we should have done more or something like that meanwhile we forget that maybe we just spent money on holiday or maybe yes. we there are lots of other things that we can afford but inevitably our brain goes to that oh we can't afford to spend mm-hmm. money on that and we see so much of that we see so many people seeming to have a great time they're going on all these big fancy holidays mm-hmm. and what do we do we think oh what we are not in that same position yeah. and we feel bad about it for ourselves and then we start putting pressure on ourselves and we think how should we have saved more money or how can we do things better and all of a sudden there's a spiral that happens and we end up thinking quite or feeling quite bad about it mm. ourselves or feeling really stressed about money uh, because we are constantly seeing everything that costs money at the moment and yeah. people having lots of fun with their money. So I think that it's reframing the conversation in your head it's just saying well I simply can't you know it's you know I I at one stage somebody said to me instead of saying I can't afford it simply say it's just not in my budget right mm-hmm, now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that sort of actually kind of sort of you know but but you know you do you look at something especially if your children want something you go oh so uh, it, it can put a lot of pressure on a person. Yeah I, I really like that because it's about reframing the way that you talk about it reframing mm-hmm the way that you think about it so instead of saying like I can't afford this you say to yourself well I, I can't afford that or I yeah. just did spend money on that or somehow I managed mm. to get through the whole year and I managed to pay school fees or I managed to kind of yeah. make sure that there were, were groceries in the, in the cupboard uh, yeah. on a regular basis and I mean those are amazing achievements and, and mm. it's something that we can be proud of uh, instead of saying well I can't afford that or I can't afford yeah. that or I was not in a position to do that so I really like that because that's a lot of the, the work that I also do is that, that cognitive mm. restructuring instead Instead of thinking on, on the negative and, and, and using, yeah, kind of speaking negatively about, well, I, I can't afford that, just changing the way that we talk about it. That's a, that's a really great piece of advice. How can we balance the FOMO, the fear of missing out and the financial stress? Because there is a point where you kind of go, I'm missing out, uh, I can't afford it. Mm-hmm. But we've got to try and balance it out we've got to be realistic within terms of our own life surely yes and and I think maybe a good place to start is what is the technical definition of FOMO so fear of missing out Um, I think most of us are familiar with the term but Mm. the textbook definition is it's a pervasive apprehension that others might be having rewarding experiences from which one is absent and we also know that we all experience FOMO from time to time Mm. especially if we are seeing people on Instagram and Facebook looking Mm. like they are having the time of their lives. Yeah. Uh, it's also one of the, the studies that was published a couple of years ago uh, predicted that, that the time spent on, on people's, or, or FOMO predicted the amount of time that people will spend on their smartphones, but also it's a link to depression and anxiety. So oh. we need to be really aware that FOMO is something that can be bad for us. Uh, mm. we, we, it's okay. We do want to have all the experiences that we want to have, but if it becomes excessive and we're really feeling down about ourselves, then we need to find a way to change so I think that the first thing that that I and I think we've mentioned this a couple of times on the show is just to recognize when we are experiencing mm. FOMO, recognize when we're experiencing financial pressure. Often we get to this time of year and everybody is happy because there's Christmas music playing and everybody seems to be going to the beach and all of that. Yeah. But we might be feeling stressed and we don't quite know why. And I think it's really important to sit 
take a deep breath and just mm. reflect on what am I actually feeling at the moment? What am I thinking? Why mm. am I feeling so stressed? And really being intentional about putting time aside for something like that, taking five or 10 minutes just to think through that so that mm. we recognize, okay, it might be my FOMO. Because then once we know, it makes it a little bit easier for us to yeah. kind of deal with. And then I think the second step is to set our own boundaries and goals, to look at what is it that we want to get out of the holiday and to really be intentional about that as well. And I think once we are able to kind of get rid of the pressure of needing to live up to other people's expectations, mm. somehow when we do that, it's like a weight is off our shoulders mm. and we think, okay, I don't have to worry about all these other things. I can just focus on what is it that I want to achieve yeah. in this holiday. And that might be something like finishing a book that's been on our bookshelf for oh, the last yes. year. Or Several. <laughs> yeah, even just, just saying to ourselves, I want to take a, a nap every day in, in the holidays because yeah. I don't get time to during the, the year. I've worked extremely hard. This is my goal. It doesn't cost anything or just finishing a puzzle that's been there or catching up with an old friend and, and being intentional about yeah. that. It doesn't have to cost money. But all of a sudden, when we set those goals and we put boundaries in place and say, this is kind of how I want to go about that, then we all of a sudden just feel more in control. And all of a sudden, we are then creating the expectations mm -hmm. instead of society and Facebook and Instagram and other people creating the expectations for us. Are there other tips to, to reduce our holiday stress? I would think maybe putting off, don't look at Facebook and Instagram. <laughs> maybe that would be one. <laughs> I think that's a great one. Uh, we've spoken about social media yeah. a lot uh, because especially this time of year, people are going to be posting their best mm. meals and their presents and their holidays and we also know that yes it is great and some people are in a position to do that but not everybody is mm. and we also know that not every holiday is perfect but we're yeah. not going to post that uh, so when people I know in, in our house when, when I was growing up uh, packing and, and getting away to a place was quite stressful but we don't yeah. post that we just no. post when we're there <laughs> yes. and we have a nice beach view or something <laughs> like that so yeah I think that will be a good place to start is maybe reducing uh, the amount of time that we spend on social media I think also just discussing in for ourselves but maybe if we have are in a relationship or have a little family discuss what is important about the holiday mm. to you mm. and and to really be focused on that as well maybe the focus is just we just want to play board games and have fun as a family yeah. we don't get time for that during the year and spend as a lot of time and, and energy focusing uh, on on that I think it's also really important to we've spoken about boundaries but just to set manageable reasonable boundaries for yourself mm. and to say it is end of the year we want to spend a little bit more but this is how much I can yeah. afford to spend and really be firm about that mm. as well put the rest of the money away that has to last until the end of January but to say this is kind of what is in our budget because yeah. yes if we're in a position to spend money we don't want to deprive ourselves and we want to have fun yeah. but kind of just set that boundary for ourselves I think also something that, that's really nice and, and I think we often see it in the movies uh, from the states but I'm not sure how much of that we live out in South Africa is just mm -hmm. to do meaningful activities during ah, this time yeah. of year. Give back. M give give back yeah. go and visit yeah. uh, maybe an, an old age home and to see who uh, which people there don't have family yeah. to come and support them or go and visit um, any place just to go and do something mm -hmm. meaningful and give back because I think if we think that well we can't live up to other people's uh, standards maybe other people are thinking they can't live up to our standards mm. and we might have a lot more than than what we realize if we focus on that and then also I think one of the things that's quite nice this time of year as well is to shift our focus to next year already mm. and to also in, instead of thinking oh, this year I didn't get to what I wanted to do rather say well next year brand new opportunity let me start planning let me start yeah. getting excited for that maybe there's some things that you want to try out or some goals that you want to set and uh, we all 
also know it's a lot easier for us to think of something else than to stop thinking of the things that are bothering us yeah. right now. And yeah, I think again, just going back to that family, just focus on celebrating what the family means, uh, what the holidays mean to you as a family, mm-hmm. and and focusing and really being intentional about creating as much opportunity to do those type of things. I think we can say fear of missing out is not always a bad thing because we can have the fear that we don't get the most out of mm-hmm. the holiday that we want to get out of the yeah. holiday. So that's why we need to prioritize and say for us as a family, these are the things that we want to do and we want to we are going to fear not doing these things. So so let's rather make sure that we do these things instead of worrying about everything else that other people are doing. Absolutely. And I think um, gratitude, I think we can add gratitude to that as well mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. what you do have. And uh, I think sometimes FOMO spurs me on to actually go, well, wow, that looks like a great place. Maybe I can put that on my goal list. Yes. So sometimes I think, like we said earlier, reframing that whole conversation yeah. in your head. Yes, no, that's great. Yeah, exactly that. Also thinking, well, instead of thinking, oh, I couldn't do it this year, just to say, well, maybe this is something I can do next year yeah. and be inspired and, and almost celebrating what other people are doing yeah. instead of making it about ourselves and feeling, oh, this is not quite uh, <laughs> quite how I anticipated my year going or something like that. We're going to be talking a little bit more in this holiday series. What else can we look forward to in our conversations with you? Yeah, so um, we still need to, to finalize exactly what it's going to be, but definitely what's going to be on the list is how to prepare for spending that time with family because mm. spending time with family is great, uh, but it might also put on a little bit of pressure. We might yeah. feel we need to perform. We might feel like we need to show off. How can we prepare ourselves for yeah. that family, those family get-togethers, and even just kind of communication between our mm. families as well. We're also going to talk a little bit about uh, the loneliness that some people can experience yeah. during the festive season. We alluded to that already by people seeing other people are all getting together, mm. but they might not have that somebody in their lives as well. And then also just making sure that we, towards the end of this year, start looking at how we can be as intentional as possible about getting ready for the new year as well, Indeed. because it's such a great opportunity. And, and I know New Year's resolutions don't always last, but it is the end of the, uh, uh, the year. It is something that we, it's almost like a, a brand new start mm. and we can really set ourselves up well for the new year to be in the best possible position to achieve the goals that we want to achieve. Looking forward to these conversations, Johan. Thank you so much for that this morning and we'll chat again soon. Thanks, Vanessa.